the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Back right, there's a, another Omicron, or is it a new variant? I don't, what are we going to name a next variant? GJ Ping? I like that. We could name it 12 instead of GJ Ping, which is also known as 11, if you were familiar with Roman numerals. We'll call this one 12. Joe Biden and the Democrats don't want to know where it came from. They don't want to know anything about it because it's their friend. See, COVID is their friend. They can sweep all their corruption, all their failings under the rug. Because the Senate, during my show last night, passed a $2.5 trillion debt ceiling limit. The Senate just voted to raise the national debt limit as the clock ticks down on the United States' ability to pay its bills. After months of debate on the Hill... Now, Shep, Shep, there's so much wrong with Shep. But Shep, uh, uh, he's going to regurgitate this tagline by the political whores and pimps who learn to profit from it. Oh, my God. If you don't give us more ability to print more of your money up, we're going to default on the debt. None of that is true. None of it. It's cooked into the tax revenue that they're reaping at record levels. They're always going to pay the debt service on the debt. Ironically, the only way they can't is if this morphodite, Jerome Powell, who gave his speech today as a navel-gazing buffoon that he is, about him tweaking with our lives as he creates the Weimar Republic Part Due to show everyone that not only do we have no adults in charge, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and he's guessing almost as much as these imbeciles who are putting together the shot that is spreading the Omicron and every other variant like wildfire throughout the countries, mainly Democrat hubs that are held with the uh, the tightest hand of tyranny. Over the citizens. When Biden was asked today by a reporter, um, do you want to know where it came from? Biden, on 800,000 coronavirus deaths, um, if you have a statement on your responsibility, why haven't you uh, asked China to do more to be transparent on the origins? <laughs> now, what he did was like an old man. An old man at a soup kitchen. He just waved it off. Ah, I don't, I don't need a napkin. I like when I stain my shirt. Because this is what you have in charge. You have a corrupt, dementia-ridden patient who should be removed from office. Removed from office. See, they're raising the debt ceiling. They've created inflation, and they don't know what to do about it. And when you ask them what to do, they laugh at you. And we are just 11 days away from Christmas, and there are still concerns about supply chain issues across the nation. Um, do you feel comfortable speaking to parents and telling them that gifts are not going to be a problem for Santa on December 24th? 
Well, they're not going to be. You're going to. The problem is they're going to be available. <laughs> it could cost you money. It's going to cost Santa some money. It's just going to cost you a little more money. That's all it is. See, because it is a joke to these people. See, because these people don't live in our world. They're removed from it. They're removed from the laws. They're removed from the rules. They have the keys to the castle. They're going to drive it like they stole it, baby. Because the reality is they're making a fortune. Did you know we have over 100, over 100 Congress peoples, birthing peoples and non-birthing peoples, senators and Congress peoples, and those those suck-ups that work in their office that all have made a tremendous amount of money trading stock. Pelosi was asked about this today. I don't want to let anybody off the hook on the... Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, wrong clip. I might have got the wrong clip there. It's possible. I think that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers have violated... 182 senior congressional staffers. So these are just the suck-ups, the lobbyist siblings and cousins and morphodites who at Thanksgiving have a cork on their fork so they don't poke their eye out, and they get them a job after they bribe a congressman or bribe a senator. I believe people call it contributing to. And they get their moron cousins in there. Number one, they've caught them with their hand in the cookie jar. But I'm wondering, do you think they told anybody else about the massive amounts of money they are going to specific companies to enrich the inner circle of corruption called our government? I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that. And secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? Now, before this dimwit, the the Demerol Pelosi, before post-op Pelosi answers the question, they've been caught. This isn't me telling you what they're doing. These are people that have been caught. Over 130 staffers caught insider trading. They're immune from it, though. Now, she's going to answer if they should still be allowed to do it. No to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock, on the stock. But I don't, I'm not familiar with that five-month review. But if the people aren't reporting, they should be. Why do you Because this is a free market and people, we are a free market economy. They should be able to participate in that. Yes, a free market economy. No, 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 Stretch. That's not, that's not exactly how it works there. I understand you're Botoxed up, and there must have some ramifications down the road. But it's not a free market when you're constantly printing up money and you're grabbing more and more and more of where it goes. And then you're telling your staffers they're buying stock. They're telling their friends and their family to buy stock. Then you're taking the people's money and you're, you're building industries. You're creating sectors of government that could not exist, like your EV boondoggle with the magic holes in the wall. See, you're making, it it does explain why you and your moron husband are worth half a billion dollars, 500 million, in case there is still a Democrat that hasn't changed the channel. 500 million Nancy Pelosi is worth. When asked about the people who've been caught insider trading, misusing information, front-running Bills like the BBB, like the infrastructure, like all the other nonsense this dimwit's been in charge of for the last 30 years. No, no, no. All of a sudden, we're a free market economy. In order to be a Democrat, you are a moron or you're in on it. And in that case, you're scum. So those are your choices. Stupid or scum. But it does explain why you eat this stuff up. 
Thank you, Jen. Um, so you said uh, the social spending package would lower costs uh, in various areas like yeah. child care. But would it lower inflation? That's what uh, dozens of economists have said. Okay, even though like child care could go. You mean like the same kind of scientists you bribe with your phony grants, which are just bribes, to tell you what you want to hear? Red? Then again, I guess you expect us to believe that's not a die job. Yeah, but food prices could go up. They believe that the more the spending that happens, the food prices could come back down, as well as the other things people are buying. Well, 56 economists say that Build Back Better will help, quote, alleviate some of the strain caused by inflation. So I want you to be aware of this. 56 bribed economists, 56, have said that this is going to be good for you. So we are going to continue down the path of destruction, a path that has already led to the highest inflation in 40 years that they admit to. They're removing housing costs from that. They're removing your insurance costs from that. They're cooking that bill that is unbelievable. But 56 of these idiots said it's going to be fine. You just go right ahead and pass it. It should be called, go ahead, I pass it, I dare you. And I think what's important to note here is, and you're an economic expert of sorts, even if you play one on TV, but I know you actually are, uh, is that as... See, that's the part that annoyed me on the whole clip. It's because this is a joke. You see, we have callers. We have never Trumpers. that call into the show and pretend this is normal, what we're living through. Both the tyranny of having your life seized from you for the last year and a half by these demagogue scum that they are. And the fact that just a year ago, everything was cheaper. Everything was better economically. And through their policies, we are at a place where they're nervous. But to them, it's a joke because they've never, ever lived a day in the real America. Never. They've always been part of the inner circle of corruption. This is a two-tier system. And if you're in it, congratulations, scumbag. But if you're not, you're a victim like the rest of us, and we're just the suckers that fund these idiots. We talk about inflation and data, very important way to look at it and evaluate, look at the Federal Reserve projections. American people, how they're experiencing this at home, is a rise in costs in different areas, right? Whether it's meat prices when they're buying burgers or <laughs> gas <laughs> prices <laughs> or other fast, areas. Red. So wh- why we why we explain uh, Build Back Better the way we do is to convey exactly the areas to the American public where it will lower costs. Child care is a huge cost burden on a lot of families across the country, and it will have an immediate impact next year. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not go ahead. It's that we caught you lying 72 hours ago beyond the, the shadow of a doubt. Your own institution that's been covering for you for 30 years. It's called the CBO. And even they said when we're done with your trickery, you're going to add trillions and trillions and trillions. And they're not including the debt ceiling limit. I mean, we, we can stop this. It can stop, but only if you demand it. See, this has to stop. They cannot pass this bill. They pass this bill. Thanks, Senator Burr, for leading this important press conference on an issue that is not a Republican issue or a Democratic issue. It is simply an American issue. Imagine, if you will, households across the country, specifically those households in South Carolina, the one like I grew up in when I was a kid. Single-parent household waking up to the sense of desperation because you're... 
gas prices are up nearly 75%. So instead of spending less than $2 a gallon in 2020, you're now spending over $3.30 a gallon in 2021. Imagine, if you will, turning your heat up or likely turning your heat down to conserve money because your utilities are up 25%. And then you wake up to... See, and the reason that they want this calamity... And the reason that they know they, they, they like this failure and they're using this COVID as an excuse because they know the vast majority of this country doesn't own stock. The vast majority of this country lives hand to mouth, check to check. They want the best for their kids, so they work two and three jobs. The, the real Americans. But they also know when things get bad enough, when they break it enough, all of us will turn over to them. They have the experiment of the last 19 months where they told us everything would be better. If we just gave up our lives, stopped living, stopped socializing, stopped seeing our loved ones, just went into our own house, locked ourselves up. You have to start to think, is it, is it really an accident when you realize that the only thing that's really improved is addiction to gaming on the Internet, psychotherapy, depression, drugs, chaos, suicide, These are all the things they don't want to talk about. How much longer before we stop letting a small handful of technocrats stop burying our future? Kill the damn bill. Demand it. And only support those people that want to kill it. Because this, they they, they don't know what they're doing. Do you know when they raise the rates? The big answer now by Jerome Powell is we're going to raise the rates three times next year. Really? Because what that does, stupid, is that it raises the debt service on the debt nobody can control. You idiot. They have no plan. They know nothing. But they do uh, get stock information that's going to be great. So if you know one of these insiders, get all the stock tips you can because you're going to need it to offset their failures. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Hey, here's a tip. Who do we got that ferret face hack from Chicago? The Marxist mafia member Merrick Garland. Here, I got an idea for you, stupid, low-life scumbag. Why don't you direct the FBI and the SEC? Well, you're the Department of Justice. You could look into it yourself. Why don't you pull out the portfolios of all the staffers, of all the scum Congress birthing peoples and non-birthing peoples? And I want to see how many losers they put on. There's an indication. Something tells me it's zero. Zero. Because with the kind of information they have, control of the public money they have, it's a sure thing, baby. That's right. Endicott Steel. Blue Horseshoe likes Endicott Steel. It's all right there. Teresa on the north side. Hi, Sean. Whenever you hear, um, as in Biden's case, a so-called president, and I will not put president in front of his name. Just put diaper-wearing dimwit. Diaper-wearing dimwit who should be doing a commercial for those walk-in tubs so he doesn't slip and snap a hip. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, when you hear him say that uh, we'll have Christmas presents, you're just going to pay more for it. And he starts laughing right after that. I mean, what does that tell you right there? I mean, it, it tells me it that he's never. It tells me that he's never worried a day in his life about money. It tells me that exactly. he's a bribed political whore who's been raking it in since he could comb his own hair. That's what it tells me. Yep. Yep. Right. 
See, Here exactly. We go. Come to an answer. It's nice when you're dealing with gangsters. See, I like I I miss the old gangsters, the kind of gangsters that could take you out in the parking lot and throw you around. I don't like the diaper wearing gangsters that smell like baby powder and that urine stink that all these old people who are ruining my country smell like. Thank you very much, Teresa. Really aggravates me. Mike on the south side. Hey, man, what's up, Sean? Seriously, man, it's like sometimes you can read what's in my mind. Oh, but I want to throw a comment out there about the president. Yeah. Uh, you know, how long is this guy going to last? You know, when he first got elected, we all talked about, like you call him, the diaper-wearing diaper dimwit. Yeah. And then, you know, he seems to get just a smidge of, of reality, and it's, it's gone again. I really do think they're keeping him around just long enough so he can pass the torch to the, the vice president. So See, what they I, don't know. Who are going to deal with her, so... The, it's the knowledge of the system of fraud that we call an economy and a government. That's why you see all these 80-year-old hacks. See, these corrupt bastards have been swimming in this nonsense for 50 years. They know exactly who gets bribed. They know exactly how to get under the wire, and they know exactly how to corrupt the people who are supposed to be watching them. So that's they why all you loophole, see is that they them. you got a better chance of seeing the Duchess of Chaffington as the next candidate than anybody else because they'll run oh, that old hag if she can manage to hang on. You remember that movie uh, uh, about the bowling with the, what was it, the, the, the Amish kid? Kingpin. You remember when the, uh, the old man, <laughs> you remember when he's walking out and he says to the guy, how's life? And the guy says, taken forever. That's what I feel like every time I see one of these old hags. Thank you for so much. It's a perfect analogy. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know they didn't take the shot. They'd all be Gonsville. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's just one more disgusting, despicable display of incompetence after the other. About what uh, the mayor said about some of the issues specific to San Francisco, some of the retailers leaving there as well. What it is, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. You know, obviously, it cannot continue. Uh, but the fact is. What is that, phlegm? Or is that just 50 years of partying she's got just laying in the back of her throat? Now that she's going to tell you how it's outrageous, the crime. Keep in mind, this moron resides her constituents are san francisco where if you fall on the ground if you drop something just throw it out and go you there's not a shower it can keep you clean enough is that there is an attitude of uh, uh lawlessness in our country that springs from and it's in our congress you're lawless yeah you've been robbing us for half a century you and that moron you're calling a president it's disgraceful and despicable just like you and that phlegm you got in the back of your throat party girl three one two six four two 5,600. Now you're talking, JT. See, just make fun of him a little bit. I'm, I'm a big fan of teasing. Pritzker could have used a little more teasing. You might be able to see his neck. He wouldn't have to shove the tie in that crease. It's disgusting. But he seems to be the healthcare, the, the best uh, advisor in healthcare in Illinois. And um, it's worked famously. Anybody want to talk about the failures? Nah. I got an idea. Let's just keep letting them shut things down. CC, Edison Park. Hi. I am so glad you do this show. Uh, Sean, we listen to you all the time, and I love when you call him, you know who, the dimwit in diapers. Uh, I told your screener that my mother, when she was in a nursing home, there was guys there that would have done a better job. His oh, voice makes me nauseous. Absolutely. Not only that, they were actually men. You know, when I make fun of people, I, I, listen, I took care of my grandfather. My grandfather... He, was, I know. He, had a, he had a touch it. of it. You know, he had a touch of it. It was the funniest thing in the world. Right. It's some of my favorite time with him. You know, he, we had him set up in the right. bed. My grandmother would never put right. him in You know, so we had him set right. up in the bed. Take him to shave him. Right. And he'd be like, I could walk. Right. He'd take three steps. He'd look at me and say, okay, carry me. I thought that was the best part <laughs> of all. And that's, you know, I that's the kind it. of no. stuff that Jill Biden should be doing instead of letting this guy yeah. ruin the country. 
But hey, well, it does provide it. for oh. some funny clips. Yeah, but you know what? How can his family sleep at night knowing what they're doing? It's just they, terrible. They it's sleep terrible. in a bed of money. You think Jill Biden? Yeah, Jill Biden, if she wouldn't have cheated on her first husband with Joe Biden, what would she be doing? She'd be cleaning up a bar. So right? thank you very much, Cece. I love the show. Thank you Take for listening. Care. All right. Uh, let me just go to this clip. Joe Biden in Ohio. What do you say to people in the Dayton area, Mr. President, who have expressed concerns about whether trillions more in federal spending will will help when you have inflation at a near 40 year high? Uh, the way I say to them, this is not going to cost a single solitary penny. We're not going to increase the deficit by one cent in the Build Back Better plan at all. So what if you're wrong? You with the dementia and the hair plugs. What if you're wrong? Then what happens? What's the repercussion? How do we get the money back? See, this is the greatest business in the world. Politics. You could get away with anything. It is organized crime and bald-faced lies. And once you get your hands on that money, whew, then what do you do? Before you know it, you're worth half a billion dollars. And the people who put you in there, they simply get used to you being wrong and stealing. don't know where. Maybe you do. And we cannot have that lawlessness become the norm. And these people have, um, they have, they coordinate with each other. That's good. That's and good. they... That's not good. I think she shorted out the mic with her lies. Either that or somebody recognized this. Cut the mic. Whatever she's saying, just cut it. Cut the mic. I don't want to let anybody off the hook on the BBB to say, well, we covered that one thing, so now the pressure is off. I think that that is really important leverage in the discussion on BBB that the children and their families will suffer without that payment. Not everybody gets it on a monthly basis, but those who need it the most do. This is where she's a master. This and probably the office back to room. This is where old lady face is actually a master. Because what she's done is we've turned on more people due to COVID to, to welfare than we can imagine. It used to be before COVID, 50% of the country was on some sort of welfare program, program or subsidy. If you were to factor in PPP and the, 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 the money that just went out mindlessly to everybody, and you factor in the so-called child credit, which is nothing more than the government handing you $300 per child if he's under a certain age limit and 250 if he's above it. You've just managed to take the entire country and put them on welfare. So see, here's what happens once you give people welfare. They like it, and they want to keep it. So the way that this scallywag is going to pass the bill that the Senate already passed is that she's putting in all of these necessities to their constituents in the massive bill. The massive one that's going to cost $5 trillion if we're lucky. And that's how this roach is going to shove this down our throat. I picked that orifice specifically. Ellery on the west side. Sean, I love your show. And I wanted to comment, well, first of all, they should send every single family with children, they should just send a money printer. Oh, it's just insanity. It's insanity. Absolutely. You know, Ellery, this was always my problem with something like school. It never you were you were saying you're giving people tax bills on property, 80% of which had to go to educate other people's kids. And I said, "What what the hell is that? That's the Soviet Union. Why are you doing that? If you have kids, you pay for it. Maybe if you did that, society would be better. Your kids would have more respect for you cuz they saw you go to work for them. 
and everything would be better. Instead, you tried to pass that soft socialist pill knowing that it would really blossom into what you needed it to be. And here we are today. Exactly. See, the reason I called is that the newscaster, just before you came back on the air, said something along the lines of the new variant, the Omicron variant, there's another patient in Cook County, fully vaccinated, no symptoms. So here's what's going on now. We've got the Delta variant, and then we had the Mu variant because we're cattle. We go wherever they heard us to go. And now they've got the Unicorn variant because, obviously, just a figment of our imagination, got more variants. The final variant is called communism. Oh, I like it. I like it, Ellery. Very good. Thank you so much for calling. And uh, I like the way it's reported now. Oh, yes, they didn't go to the hospital. Sure, the uh, the doctor in South Africa said this is the most mild and nothing to worry about. But aside from that, they were they had all the shots. I don't even want to call that experiment a vaccine. They had all the shots and they had the booster and they had yada yada yada, and then uh, they got it and they they obviously spread it. But it's okay because they got the variant. When what they should have been doing since the time this hit our shores, the Fauci invested flu from Xi Jinping, from the time it it, it, it hit the shores, it should have been reported like this. It's been terrible. It's been absolutely terrible. Tens of millions, if not 180 million people, 180 million have it. We know about. And it's got a 99.5% survival rate. And everybody could have stayed in business. Everybody could have lived their lives. And the outcome would have been better. And why do I say better? Well, there's only one state that did that. And that state's Florida, where it's the lowest. The lowest All the other Democrat, mafia, Marxist strongholds. That's where it's the highest. Have you had enough stupid or are you thirsty for more? Ralph and Rantoul. Hey, Sean. Hey, you know, Biden's been fine forever. So it's not even a matter of him not knowing what he's saying. He doesn't care. He never did care. He's lying. The thing is that I don't understand is... Just say you're Joe and Mary average person sitting out there, and you got a little credit card debt, okay? This, this, uh, you know, borrowing more and not costing anybody a penny? I mean, what if Joe and Mary uh, citizen uh, just accept every one of those stupid credit card offers that they get? They take it, they max it out, they pay off their other cards, and then what do they do? Clap their hands and say, yay! We're all done. No, you morons. You're even more in debt than you were before. What kind of well, idiot doesn't understand that? I, I was. I, I think. I it. think ninety nine percent of the people. But I, Ralph, I was walking today and I was thinking about just the, the, everything in general that we've been living through. I thought and you were going to be saying you're thinking about me. I was. <laughs> I was in the double-breasted suit. Nobody but you and Herman Cain can pull it off. Here's what I was thinking Thank about. You. Remember when uh, um, W said he had to break the rules of capitalism to save it. The debt at that time, the debt at that time was $9 trillion. Since that time, we're at $30 trillion. Forget about the presidents and all the rest of it. Since they, they went on this print-up, this Weimar Republic, and I remember going back and making those arguments. Since we started it, you've tripled the debt, and you've grown the power of government tenfold. How do you stop it now? And now I want you to think about that, because I know you've been working all day. When you go home, put on this morphodite, Jerome Powell, and you tell me tomorrow, I got a little homework assignment for you. You call me and you tell me what you see there. All right? Can you do that for me? Because it is sickening and it is nauseating. And I'm trying to articulate it 
to the people because if we don't get hold of these reins, we are going to be the Weimar Republic. That's not going to be a sentence. It's not hyperbole. Yeah, we're we're going to go Greek. Yeah, I need the aliens with their alien money. Save me. Thank you very much, Ralph. I appreciate it. Look for UFOs. Mark in Plainfield. Good evening, Sean. Uh, when I commander in thief says uh, it pays for itself. What he really means is the taxes equal whatever money they're just throwing away, meaning their money or our money is theirs. And I'm surprising, surprised the American people don't realize that and fight it back at that and point it out uh, to Pepper and Patty and this dimwitted what? diapers and all the other clowns that say it doesn't cost us a thing. My money is not their money. I work hard for my money, and I would not be pissing it away the way they do. I'm with you, Mark, and I'll tell you what. Maybe when the people should have pulled the ripcord on this dimwit is when he started to give the Taliban a country, when he enriched Russia to the tunes of we don't even know how many trillions by making them the only supplier to energy to Europe. Maybe, maybe when every policy he did not only benefited China and Iran and Russia and North Korea and all the rest of it, but at the same time, he simultaneously is bankrupting America. That's called subversion, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody 25th Amendment, this son of a dog. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Oh, jeez. JT, what is this, one and one? You're like at 50% average. What's the problem with the youth today? They're all very sensitive. Uh, Matt, in Gray's Lake, I always get nervous when someone has an economic lesson. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Hey, listen, you know, one thing that's, that's never talked about, everybody always talks about, oh, Biden and Pelosi say that this isn't going to cost the, the, you know, anything on the deficit. Forget about that. That makes no difference to you and me, the, the average citizen. What makes a difference to us is that that fiat currency that they keep printing, and this is just, just, this is just pertinent to the spend, not the payback, that fiat currency that they print just devalues every dollar in your pocket. All they're doing is they're going to they're, the, 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 whether the government pays it back or not has no no real you know immediate effect on the on, it does on the, explain the, the economy. You're a hundred percent right, you, but that does explain about it, why the market goes up no matter what the news is, because what most well, people course. do not understand is that a stock is in essence a currency. So although the stock market may look like it's rallying, it's actually a mere reflection of your buying power weakening. But go ahead. Exactly. And then, and then here's, the, here's the other side of that. It does have a long-term effect on us, again, so, solely because of the devaluation of that currency. <clears throat> the dollars in your pocket won't buy more. Because when it comes time to make those interest payments, all they do is print more money. It's yeah. it's it's all vaporized thin air. So every single move they make when they spend a dollar, whether it's a dollar they're borrowing or a dollar they're printing, is going to affect everybody. But it's but it's not because you and I will ever have to pay it back because none of this is ever going to be paid back. They're just going to keep printing more. And every time John Maynard Keynes, you know, how does it end? We're, Who cares? We're yeah, we're we're at the the dollar is worth maybe one percent of what it was worth in nineteen twenty five. Right. If you inflationally adjust it, you're absolutely right. If you go back to the velocity of money, you're absolutely correct, and no one wants to talk about that. And they also don't want to talk about the amount we're spending in just interest alone payments 
to the federal for the federal debt. The interest alone is three trillion dollars. Yeah, and we will default on it, and we have defaulted in the past. And one thing people don't yeah. understand is when we when we unpegged our currency from gold, we defaulted on all of the outstanding debt we had, and that was, of course, done under Democrats. The U.S. total debt. While you were talking, I went on U.S. debt clock. The U.S. total debt. You know how they say the debt, and it's they they show us that number of twenty nine trillion, thirty trillion. The total debt by the debt clock is $85 trillion because they're factoring in the programs that are in existence. In fact, that $30 trillion you hear the news talk about, that's already a cooked number. If you factor in the interest on the 85, it's $3 trillion. Now, how in the hell can you make interest payments of $3 trillion a year? It does explain. You can't, we- can't do it. It does explain why we have record revenue, and it doesn't matter. This is yeah, truly a Yeah, two months scheme. of the year. First two months of the year, they took, uh, took in $560 billion in taxation. Now, any, any normal person would say there should be no reason the federal government is spending that much money every two months. Yet I think the are. new reason should be because Joe, Joe, you just get a clip of Joe Biden saying it won't cost a dime. Matt, it was an economic lesson. Thanks for calling. I appreciate the show. I don't have a lot of time, but let's go to Tom in Mokino. Hey, Sean. Hey, Tom. Hey, uh, so... Uh, this might belong on your Monday show for conspiracy theories, but this guy lays out a, a, an interesting argument that Omicron has existed since January 2018 based on phylogenic and nucleogenic uh, sequencing. Uh, ethical skepticist uh, is his handle on Twitter, and it's a dense, long read. Uh, All right. I enjoyed it, and it made me sad. I'll take a look uh, at it, but here's, here's the thing true I about want to it. tell you. Was Omicron any more deadly than the 99.5 survival rate of the original COVID-19, including the Delta? And the answer is no. no. Of course not. This is the greatest weapon of liars, frauds, and tyrants. We'll be back. 312-642-5600 after this. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. We, I'm going to open the lines. We had an issue. Uh, Stephen Mosher is going to join us at another time. There's a conflict in scheduling, and that happens. Um, but one thing that also happens while you're away at work toiling, what's been happening since this creep, Diapers Biden, has usurped the most powerful office, is that the Marxist mafia has been in high gear. They have been infiltrating bureaucracies. They've been putting key people in very important places. I remember when Trump was in office, one of the things that he touted, and rightfully so, is that he was putting in judges. We had been inundated with Obama judges. Obama judges, which are really part of that Marxist mafia. 
the ideology of collectivists, where the government gets big, people get small. Social engineering is the way. How does social engineering work? Well, you're not going to like it. The government picks favorite people. How do they pick them? Because they're good people? Because they're hardworking? Not necessarily. They do what all racists do. They pick people because of race. Racism is a form of tyranny and control that has been misused by mainly the, the most moronic and evil people throughout history. It's always the case. Now, we've had times in this nation where we've corrected it. The nation was founded on the principles that outlawed it. It's called the Declaration of Independence. Now, people are unfortunately are flawed, and they abused their positions, and they infiltrated and corrupted the American governmental system. And what they did is evil and wrong. And thankfully, thankfully, millions upon millions of Americans corrected it. We saw what we did, what was being done, and we corrected it. Um, now, now, the Marxist mafia has found that if they could pull at that knot, if they could reinvent that wheel, that they could distract not only a nation, but misuse that power and bastardize the principles of America. That's just the way it is. The Marxist mafia is very efficient in weaponizing bureaucracies in this country. We see it. It's why, for instance, the um, Democrat mafia led by Mike Madigan was able to destroy Chicago over a 50-year career. How could it be? Kids, relatives, all lobbyists, nobody goes to jail. You corrupt one of the biggest companies, the, the main energy supplier to Illinois, and nobody knew about it? It took years and years to discover it? Took over municipalities like Chicago, like Cicero, like every other wannabe gangster Democrat area like my old one I was in. And they got their infrastructure of corruption. That's the problem. Because even though you have the figurehead you may be able to remove, there's still the foot soldier bureaucrat of Marxists that are always in place. As you know, if you listen to this show, Senator Kennedy is among my favorite senators. Yes, he is. Louisiana. He's got that southern common sense and that direct way to answer people. He was interviewing one of these Marxist mafia members, a judge, female. She's got all the genitalia that's favored now in this country. Um, and she's got all the opinions that's favored in this country. And that is racism. Now, she's, she's, she's a caucasoid, but she's going to implement it in a different fashion. See, and what is hard to, to, to articulate to our American brothers and sisters of all races, is that these Marxists don't really care about you. They're using you. If you think you're the chosen race, you're not, until you step and fetch to the agenda of collectivism, of Marxism, of the, of the corrupt Democrat Party. If you can accept that, then they like you. What does it look like when they like you and you're not on the inside of it? It looks like a ghetto. It looks like a hellhole. It looks like a place where if you're not in the street gang, you're a victim of it. It looks like America today, like south side of Chicago and Chicago in general. So Senator Kennedy was interviewing a judge that's going to get appointed because the Republicans don't have the votes to stop her. And this one is going to be very similar to Daniel Ho, where it's about the party first ideology. It's a long clip, but I think it's worth listening to. Uh, Professor Trom, do you, do you think we should forgive criminal misbehavior in the name of social justice? Senator, thank you for that question. I recognize that all issues of crime and all responses to crime are fundamentally policy issues. Um, 
So those are important issues. They're important for our community and our nation. But I leave those policy issues to policymakers. If confirmed as a judge, I would not be a policymaker. I'm not, I asking, would be your, I'm not asking your opinion as a judge. I'm asking your opinion as a person, as a law. Now, listen, this is Annie Rachel Trump. That answer you heard was an answer that was concocted by the DNC, by all the Marxist mafia, little apparatchiks, that work to give a, a, a word salad that doesn't incriminate her in their mind. So she cannot answer the question as posed. She's just going to repeat, repeat, and repeat an answer that was prepared for her. Oh, professor, I'll stipulate with all of you that uh, you're all going to be fair and unbiased. Okay. Now, do you do you think that criminal misbehavior and illegal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice? So, Senator, I I do believe that um, all cr- criminal policy is a fundamentally a policy issue. Yes, ma'am. Um, but do you think, those- as a person, as a professor? that an illegal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice. Now, by the way, this is what's destroying our cities. This is what's destroying domestic tranquility. This is why you have repeat offenders in a revolving door system that get caught in a crime and they're out in hours. This is why we're being socially engineered into chaos, into ghettos, into the destruction and the quality of this country. Senator, that is not a view that I have taken in my work, and what I would say... that's no? Is your answer no? Senator, in my work, I have not taken that view, and in my my understanding... I'm asking, Professor, what you believe. I think this is really straightforward. You're you're a professor. Do you believe that a criminal, uh, uh, an illegal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice. It's pretty simple. So, Senator, I believe that we have criminal laws, criminal laws that are Same thing. created Same by thing. policymaking bodies well, like you, this one. I, we, I got all that. Do you believe that a criminal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice? So, Senator... We have not only criminal laws, but we have a criminal process by which people come before the court to be held accountable um, if they are charged with a crime. And I have enormous respect for that process. I do, too. Do you believe that a criminal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice? Senator... When people come before the court, if they are charged with a crime, unbelievable. that is a highly individualized and fact-specific uh, process I agree for with all thing. who are involved. And I respect that process. I respect the heck out of it. Do you believe that a criminal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice? Senator... I don't think that I could say with respect to any particular case or as a generality with respect to any category of cases. Do you not have an opinion? I don't have a view to share on how any particular kind of case should be handled. Do you have a view on my question? 
I do not have a viewpoint to share on how any no, particular I case. That. I, I can tell you don't want to share it. I got that part. Uh, do you have a view? I don't understand why you won't answer my question. You're- this is for a district judge in Nevada. This is not some appointment at Maybrook where she's going to be cooking information over to a bunch of corrupt lawyers that give it to Fast Eddie Burke. If you're confirmed, you're going to be a federal judge. And, and I, I joined my good friend, Senator Durbin, in, uh, my good friend. in saying that judicial and temperament is, is important. But I think being unbiased is even more important. And I find it incredible that you won't answer my question. You're, so I'm going to ask it again. Maybe it's me. Do you believe that we should forgive a criminal act in the name of social justice? Senator, I share the view that we should be unbiased, but I also share the view that our criminal justice system and our process is very individualized. So what should happen in any particular case is a matter of the process and the very specific do, do facts you in that case. That a criminal act should be forgiven in the name of social justice. Any case is always highly individualized based on the process and the facts. What's your of favorite color? Blue. Thank you. <laughs> I got one. I'm one for about twenty. It's outrageous, and that will be th- this scam artist, this roach. This professional liar will have honorable in front of her name as she sits at a district judgeship. This is what we, we, we now have littered throughout bureaucracies. All of them. So what do you think it's going to be like with the new climate core? Who do you think is going to be in it? People who are of good character or the roaches that are now infiltrating our government as the Marxist mafia has staged a coup? to a system of representative republic as they have now taken it over with their political, ideological, apparatchiks, and warriors. She doesn't care about justice. She cares about her contorted form of control called social justice. 312-642-5600. There you go, kid. That's all. When you're picking a song, just pick it like you're, you know, you're a man. You want to get in a fight or make out Raquel Welch. This is how I want you to think when you're picking my music. You're either fighting or you're making out with Raquel. These are how I want you to pick the music. Got it, kid? Let's man up a little bit. When I saw this clip, because I have to scour Chicago News, what stuck out, I mean, there's the atrocities are endless. Victims, all races. You saw the CTA bus driver who was also black. As these kids beat the hell out of this guy. This happened last night. And when I, what, why it caught my attention is the arrogance in it. This low-life scum, after he was caught, was smiling in his booking photo. Now, I've been booked. Last thing you're thinking about when you're getting booked is smiling. But not when you're an arrogant, ignorant piece of garbage. And you know the fix is in. Because of judges like that last scumbag, which will be confirmed. 
A man is facing federal charges for forcing a CTA driver at gunpoint to drive him to a location off the bus route. Investigators say Maurice Lowry boarded the bus in West Inglewood Wednesday night with a gun. He allegedly demanded the 64-year-old bus driver take a different route. After traveling a few blocks, he got off. Lowry was arrested about 20 minutes later. He faces one felony count of unlawful use of a weapon. Anybody want to guess? Anybody want to guess if he's not already? Thinking about taking another Uber? Because this idiot thinks the CTA is a limousine. Why wouldn't he? I mean, it's just social justice. He's of the favored race. Why not? After all, why should he be prosecuted when you look at just what we've lived through since Joe Biden usurped the most powerful office in the world? With mainly dead people and at the assistance of never-Trumper scum, Republican whores. Mary Algonquin. Hi, I was just, I just keep thinking when I hear everybody talking about all the things that uh, the administration's doing that's destroying our country. I know we know the rules for radicals. We know the Marxist strategies. We know they're winning. We're just not doing anything about it. And I, I would like some reassurance that somebody somewhere is behind the scenes planning a strategy. 21 states are suing, 21 states are suing the Biden administration. The reason that I enjoy doing the show so much is to give people the understanding that the rest of the country is not Illinois. That feeling you have in your gut is because Illinois has been successfully overtaken by the corrupt mafia that calls itself the Democrat Party. But that's not the country. There is optimism, there is hope, and ultimately there is the rule of law, the actual rule of law. There still is a constitution. There still are places where they want to fight off this collectivist vision of utopia and this corrupt mafia called the Democrat Party. So do I think, do I know how it's going to come out? No. But you want to know what I really think, Mary? I think that those 17 states that just stepped off of the uh, 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 Department of Education and just pulled their entire state away from the Department of Education, 21 states suing the Biden administration for different atrocities when it comes to the Fauci flu. I think that those states will recognize, depending on exactly what happens in the next year, exactly what happens with the debt and exactly what happens with the economy, that it may be time to part our ways and we can we can be the USA and the, the, the Soviet Marxist mafia can be the USSA because that's what they are. United Soviet States of America. And you could have it. The problem is they cannot exist without those 21 states because those 21 states are financially sound and they respect yeah. the rule of law. Those other states like Illinois, they cannot exist on their own weight. They're a charity case. They're a welfare roach. The whole state. Now, you have some very wealthy people in it. And as you see, the government has one answer. Go after them. Go after them. Take their money. Control their businesses. Sooner or later, those people are going to say, nah, I had enough. Or they're just simply going to sell out and move. Right? Yeah. So that's what's happening. There is hope. There is hope, Mary. But to think that there's hope from the inside of Chicago, I don't think so. Thank you so much. But after all, when you realize what the position that we're in, the totality of this atrocity, economically, socially, the misuse of law. It's important to know how we got here. We got here because we turned the blind eye. We're working. We're living. Well, these, these morons in Washington are partying it up, and they're stuffing the bureaucracies with apparatchiks, like the not-so-honorable, soon-to-be honorable Judge Ann the hell was her last name? I can't even remember her last name. Because it is fungible. Her name is 
Ann Trum, Trom, whatever. Her name's Comrade, because that's what this is. This is an American Democrat party. I, I had a, a, a guy tell me, you know, uh, the Democrats weren't always this bad. No, 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 I understand that. Neither were the Republicans. We've allowed this corrupt cabal to seize the parties, share the same bank, gain the same insider information, make the same hundreds of billions of dollars at our expense. It can stop. It has to stop now by purging your own party. The Republicans need to be purged. The Democrats are already nauseous. You know the beauty of Trump? Nobody talks about it. You know how many Democrats voted for him? Sure, their vote was stolen. But you know how many Democrats really supported him? All ethnicities, all, saw the difference. Now, I'm not suggesting you have to agree with Trump in lockstep. But you should agree with the formula that put the country on the right path in so many ways. And that was by taking somebody out of society and making them the president. You see, people ask me all the time, do you want Trump to run again? I think he's too old, tell you that. I think he's too old. But I want somebody like him. I want a non-politician to be president. And that's the way we can combat this corrupt political mafia. We pretend as a government, as they inside trade their way to billions, as they gain nothing but power and destroy our wealth as we work harder and harder for it. Then they laugh at us when asked about the cost. I'll be back after this. Look at you. I mentioned Raquel Welch. Take it up a notch. Good kid. Nice. I was a little curious. I was a little worried about you, but now I know. Richard on the north side. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, Richard. How are you? Love you. Love you. Love yourself, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Hey, Illinois needs to drain the swamp, send Pritzker, job of the hut packing, and reform crime instead of reform the police. Yeah, here's the problem. Uh, they completely gerrymandered the districting to negate any towns, any municipalities, any population left that is not in on the Marxist mafia, does not want a job to do something for nothing through some municipality and sit on their keys there. So there's a million different ways in which they can negate the good, hardworking Illinois, as they have successfully imprisoned them in a system of total and absolute corruption where it's become commonplace and unavoidable. So I, I'd like to think you're right. I, I, I thought that there was a hope when I thought Bruce Rounier would have a different kind of take on things, and I watched him become a well-dressed, corrupt Democrat and party with all the same guys he knew were gangsters. and He was and against the unions, too. I didn't, I, I didn't like that guy. Well... You know, when you say I, I don't I'm for the union worker, I'm against the union philosophy. Me personally. Because the big problem is, you know, the unions are the reason you have legacy Democrats. They have been paying your your dues, ninety percent of your dues, to these mafia figures that have destroyed your 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 state. And that needs to come to an end. You know, I I, I, I am against union hierarchy and for the union worker always and forever because they are a pay to play system. They are bribing politicians to give them overbloated contracts and keep away competition. So, 101, Illinois is supposed to be a right-to-work state. They're, they've negated that. 
So there's a lot of making up to do. I, I Listen, Richard, anybody would be better than the snowman, but that doesn't mean he's going to lose. They're smart. They even run Republicans to steal votes. So beware, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, and thank you very much. All right, listening. thanks. Craig Mount Greenwood, best accent in radio calling. Yes, sir. Good to, <laughs> good to, good to hear you too, Sean. And hey, thank you. Go I ahead. can't figure out why, in the same spirit that the Dumberats formed their uh, phony commission to go after our Trump supporters. Are and, you loving that? Uh, I, 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 the but, obvious corruption in that so-called committee is, lo- I, I love it. The only two Republicans, both are bribed by the pedophile Lincoln Republicans. Did you know that? Oh, a big article came out today. The same scum that, that uh, Kellyanne Conway's uh, Wayne Newton-looking husband, only more feminine. Take Wayne Newton, give him a little more sugar in the tank, and that's Kellyanne Conway's husband. He heads up the pedophile Lincoln Republicans. Their money is what's going to the, the Viagra slayer Liz Cheney and flyboy Adam Kinzinger. Why can't the uh, Republicans, in the same spirit, in the same way, put together a commission, go after that uh, lion shifty, uh, uh, full of shift shift, and uh, uh, that uh, and uh, what are you? Um, what do you call her? Um, the Pelosi with all her uh, like uh, post op Pelosi, stretchy Pelosi. Yeah. Why, why can't they go after them for all the shenanigans? Because it's the same. Oh, here, here's the other. It's the same reason that the the. The, the, Madigan ruled and ruined Illinois for 50 years. They're in control of the overlookers. They're in control of the bureaucracies. They have all of this scandal going on. All of it. What do they form a committee for, on? They form a committee to go after the people who supported Trump. To send a message of intimidation to people who want to support something unusual in politics. To people who want to support non-politicians. This is... They hate Trump, and you know he had a gift, and that gift was he would bring out such a vile reaction to him that people threw away their credibility, like Jonah Goldberg, pick another Trumper, Stephen Hayes, and the rest of them. These, these people hated the man so much, they lost every sense of integrity, every sense of honesty, and they made, he made them support what they knew was a mafia. They, in essence, supported Biden. So that's the that's the benefit. But you have to keep in mind, they like the system broken because the longer it's broken, the more in control they are. Look at how the government has grown since Joe Biden has usurped the office. Just take a look at it. It's like nothing yep. you've ever seen. You cannot point to a, a section of government that has not multiplied by nearly two in a year, in a year. And the promises in every one of these bills, and why I played that Pelosi clip where she's going to attach the, 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 the welfare for kids into the mega bill, is because that bill holds the key to triple ex- expand the IRS, which means they can point their henchmen at anybody who speaks against the government. It's, it's almost beautiful in its corruption, and they are beyond reproach. So when you say why, why would they? Do you know a pickpocket that cut his hands off? Do you know a gangster that turned himself in? Did Al Capone go to go? Did he did he go and say, "All right, I had enough. I've had all the women I could have. I got all the money, the Duesenbergs. I had enough. Take me to Sing Sing." They don't turn themselves in. They want to ride that wave for as long as it lasts. And the only place organized theft lasts is government. Pick a program. Thank you for the call, Craig. I appreciate it very much. And that's why they don't cut their hands off. Because here we are. 
80 years, 81-year-old Nancy Pelosi, 80-year-old Joe Biden, for 50 years corrupting the system, knowing everything he touched, everything he touched was a bribe and a payoff. What's his claim to fame? Amtrak. Lunchbox, Joe. I take the Amtrak every day because I couldn't afford it. Because he, could, <laughs> he couldn't afford somebody to look after his kids in the DuPont mansion. He lived in the DuPont mansion. He couldn't afford somebody to go see if his kids did their homework or watch them. So he took Amtrak home. And while he did that, they were his largest campaign contributor. And while he was in office, he made sure that every bill paid them off so that you still know their name. A bankrupt, obsolete, corrupted person mover that really is good for nothing except political prostitution. Thanks, Jack. Uh, Amtrak just now announced that they are suspending their vaccine mandate. They had said they're requiring workers to be vaccinated. They suggested there might even be service cuts because they would not have enough staffing. Uh, they're now suggesting uh, that they would once again revert and allow testing to be uh, an acceptable alternative. Does the White House have a reaction to this? Well, I would say that a number of private sector companies, including our own recommendations, would ha- have vaccination or test. Private sector company. And the son of the president has sat on the board since he was 21 years old. 21-year-old crack-smoking hunter sat on the board of Amtrak. How much money has Amtrak gotten from the public purse? It couldn't exist without political corruption. That's just one company. There's several others. So why would you want to end that system? Why do you think the companies... And the unions have all their workers and all the people that work for them and all the contracts that go out. The system has to be fixed from inside. It has to be fixed by throwing out career politicians. And it has to be fixed, I think, from the top down. Top down. Whoever the next candidate is cannot be a standard politician. Can't be. It's got to be somebody who understands the principles of righteousness known as Americanism. 312-642. 5,600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. So in the uh, studio Xanadu, South, I have NBC News on. Millennials are joining forces to buy homes and get mortgages because they can't get it one-on-one. So this should work out well. You got a bunch, what do you got, about seven baristas all getting together with 48 cats to buy a farm and make the mortgage payment. That should not add to the delinquency problem we have with mortgages. No, it's going to end up famously. Oh, boy. See how you can adapt to bad, bad economy? Hey, we know you can't afford your own house. Those days are over. That's over. Now what you do is you get together. You all get together. You go to work together. You buy one house. You make mortgage payments. We'll let you move all your cats in, and it's going to be a utopia. That's the new America. Looks a lot like the old Soviet Union. I believe that's where a lot of families used to live in one house. You're going to love it. Once you get used to it, failure, it's, uh, it's very comforting. It's, it's like a blanket in winter. Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, how are you? Those, those clowns can't even agree on what kind of pizza they want. They're going to live together, and they're going to adjust to each other's lifestyles? Come on. I want, I want you to see the ad. They're all over it. There's, there, there were, look at it. There's four of them. Three of them got pink hair. They all got nose rings. What do you do if you misplace your nose ring? All right, but go ahead. I think uh, I, I would think that I, the only contention I have with you is uh, I think you have to start more at the local level. And, uh, yeah, we want somebody national that's not part of the process. I think you have to start at the local level and start to build from the uh, the bottom up. And the other thing is, I think that I think the American people still just haven't gotten a clue. I mean, Trump Trump taught me two important lessons, and I, I'm like you. 
and that I don't think he did everything right, and I think he was flawed. But he did teach you that they're not after him, they're after you. Ultimately, you are what they are after and who they are after. And the other thing is Trump taught you very clearly through his behavior that he could punch back and he would fight back. Mm-hmm. And until the American people get together in a greater mass and density to fight back, we're going to be in these situations. So you vindicated we have more power than we have. You vindicated my what well, you know you're you're, you're you, you telling me I need to start at the local level. The reason that I don't start at the local level is because the citizens of Illinois have repeatedly repeatedly voted for Marxist mafia members. You're sitting at a time now when they just put in Sean Caston and Laura Underwood, a, a, a girl, a child, who did not even have a driver's license from the state she's a congressperson, birthing person from. Sean Caston was running against Jeannie Ives, somebody who represented American principles versus an oligarch of a green energy scam. And the, Ameri- or the Illinois Republican voted for Caston. So to me, that was it. Now we're done. Now you take your Illinois and ride it right into the sewer, you rats. That's how I feel about it. Now, do I think it can change? Not after they, they, they took that power that they abused after the, the Republicans voted for Democrats and gerrymandered the districts. Now you're done. So you got to recognize that too, Greg. Would you rather have your vote count in a state run with integrity and honesty or just get part of the, hey, how you doing? The Cicero voting system. I choose A. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There's not a better day to have my next guest on. As we all watch that naval gazer, buffoon if I'm kind, corrupt bankster corporatist scum if I'm aware, Jerome Powell, guarantee more incompetence, more corruption in the Weimar Republic from what I can tell. I wanted to bring on Gerald Salenti. He's the publisher of Trends Journal. He's also the founder director of Trends Research Institute, and I love him. I love his show, and I'm so glad you joined me. Thank you so much, Gerald. Oh, no, thank you. And, uh, you know, for a man that's against the corrupt politicians and in favor of personal liberty, I'm surprised you still have a, uh, a radio show. Yeah, well, it's the good people at Salem. There's one company out there that provides a resource for people who think like you and I do, because you are an old-fashioned capitalist. You are somebody who understands the American principles, and you're also somebody who reminds me of everybody in my family and everybody I traded with in the pits when capitalism was capitalism, before George W. Bush bastardized it in the name of corruption. And when you see the navel-gazer fraud, Jerome Powell, come out and give a word salad of deception... What do you, what's, I want to know, because you're, you, you predict things. You have been around a long time. What do you think next year is going to look like? Well, next year is going to be, we believe, they're saying stagflation. We call it dragflation. Uh, 
In other words, inflation is going to keep going up and the economy is going down. And you mentioned Jerome Powell. Again, you get the, you know, the magazine, the Trends Journal. We're going back a year, a year. And he's BSing, saying that, oh, no, this is uh, temporary inflation. It's, uh, it's going to go away. And then it becomes transitory. And now they say, well, you know, it's here, and you've got to blame it on those uh, supply chain disruptions. What am I, six years old? How about, how about the trillions of dollars that you're pumping into the economy, and when you look at inflation rates, you don't have a near-zero interest rate policy, Powell. You have a negative interest rate. Exactly. And what happened? Oh, median household income in the United States only fell by its greatest percentage ever since they've been doing the numbers. But merger and acquisition activities at an all-time high. Stock buybacks are hitting an all-time high because they're getting the money for nothing. The billionaires got, what, a trillion dollars richer? Well, everybody else became plantation workers in Slavelandia. Hey, here's a couple of bucks. Here, come on. Shut up. Get a job for $15 an hour. You'll be happy. We don't need manufacturing. We don't have to make anything over here. Powell is a liar. They knew that inflation was going up. They're lying about it because when, inf when they raise interest rates, the Ponzi scheme is over. And they're going to raise interest rates, they're saying now, by the middle of 2022. We believe it's going to be earlier. And again, the reality is you have negative interest rates when you account for inflation. And the inflation number that they're giving at 6.8%, according to John Williams' shadow stats, because the other criminal gang that started with Carter and moving on through, especially through Clinton, they changed what inflation really is. So the real inflation number is around 15%. And they changed the inflation numbers for two reasons. Number one, so the gangster banksters, what they call investors, the Wall Street gang, could borrow money for nothing. And number two, when interest rates go up, then they have to raise your Social Security. And we don't want to give the people back what they put all this money and all their life for. We don't want to give them anything because the money only has to go to the bigs. Hey, don't believe me. How about too big to fail? Hey, we're the banksters. We screwed all these people with these subprime mortgages, derivatives, all this dirty dealing. But wait, we're losing money. Give us money. We're too big to fail. Ger Gerald, when you see a staggering statistic, staggering. The largest revenue record on history, nearly $900 billion into the federal government in a month. It's the same month that both Republicans like old lady face Mitch McConnell and that gargoyle from your neighborhood, Chucky Schumer, say the same lie, the same lie to the people. We have to raise the debt ceiling in order to pay the obligations when that is an absolute and total lie. How is it they keep doing this? They've been doing it all my life, and it's in the law of the land that they cannot default on the interest payments on the debt. It's cooked into the revenue. Why are so many people stupid enough to buy this nonsense? And people have always been stupid enough. You mentioned about George W. Bush, a little daddy's boy born on third base, and he thought he had a home run. How could anybody listen to this little moron? We're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden dead or alive. Yeah. And he starts a 20-year war 
Because and, and how about the Iraq War? That was a beauty too. Mission accomplished. Eighty-eight percent of the people believed Bush when he launched the war. And, oh, by the way, when all else fails, they take you to war. People forget the dot-com bust happened in March of two thousand. As a matter of fact, in our Trends Journal, the October 1999 issue, we said it would bust by the second quarter of 2000. It did. The, the NASDAQ was down 66% before 9-11. 66% the nation's in a recession. All of a sudden, boom, we go to war. They make the phony real estate market up, all the derivatives on and on. When all else fails, they take you to war. How could people follow? How could people be so stupid to follow an arrogant little moron like him? And you mentioned it. You know, it's both parties, like little Chucky Schumer, uh, Mitch McConnell. How could anybody believe these morons? Nancy Pelosi, Diane Not-So-Feinstein. This is not a Republican and Democratic Party. It's a crime syndicate gerald uh, it's like you listen to my show um i'm gonna ask you another question it does explain the foreign chaos that you see when you look around the world and you take that step back that all traders and all trend and uh, analysts know how to do and you step back and you look how could it be how could it be how could the administration any administration be this stupid to enrich our enemies and weaken our country at the same time to have things going on around the world. Our threats are so numerous, it's hard to pick where to start. Iran is nuking up. China's never been stronger or better dressed. You've got uh, 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 the true James Bond villain, Rootin' Tootin' Putin. He'll do whatever the hell he wants to do. When they fail this big, and you see the Weimar Republic economics kicking in, and he raises the rates and chaos ensues, the only thing that could bail us out then will be another military action, will it not? That's right. When all else fails, they take you to war. And they'll go back to the Great Depression. I mean, you know, it's one after another. Go back to World War One. It goes on and on. And again, you, you said, you know, who are they? You know, who are they? They're psychopaths, pathological liars, and, um, uh, and, and sociopaths. Did, did you hear and again, Nancy? you know, I, I say this because I'm a guy that was there. I, I used to run, at a graduate school, I was running major campaigns in Westchester County, in New York, a mayoral campaign in Yonkers, New York. Uh, Angela Marty, longest running mayor. They sent me up to Albany. I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate. You're over there in Chicago. I was the number two guy running a major trade association. I picked up Ronald Reagan at the Chicago Hilton. And in those days, Mike Deaver, and we got in a taxi cab and went to McCormick Place. See, and he spoke to our group. I put on a, I put on a, a brunch for him at, uh, uh, for, for 16 of our board of directors. I've been with presidents, prime ministers, and princes. The people that run for politics are the people you hated in high school and college that wanted to be class president and head of the student council. It's when I was the assistant... They were too ugly to get there and too unathletic. You got it. <laughs> Look at them, look at them, look yeah. at who could, how could, how could anybody be so stupid to take orders from these moronic looking freaks? Well, I tell you this, did you see today, they caught over a hundred, they caught, they caught over a hundred staffers with insider trading. They're all yep. Nancy Pelosi, half a billion. She never worked a yep. day in her life for a moron husband. And all their staffers, you said it, you work there. When asked about it, she had the audacity. To say the two words she's never said in her life, free market. Yeah. And, and, and nobody calls them on it. And the beat goes on and they're still going to be allowed to insider trade, 
Trillions of dollars they should never be in control of. So here's my question to you. Can it stop? Or is it we just better come together and you could, you know, I'll show you the the hot spots in Naples. What do you think is going to happen? We need a new we need a new system. And without it, it's going to just keep getting corrupt. And you mentioned what they're doing. How have you mentioned Jerome Powell before? How about that other little arrogant boy over there, the Fed guy? Uh, uh, Janet Yellen. Over there. Yeah. And, and, and a little moron up here in Massachusetts over here, uh, Rosengren. They're doing the insider trading. They know yeah. what the Fed's going to do. And how about the 131 federal judges that were instrumental in financial cases in which they and their family had investments in. All that's, right? a, that's what guys it's in our old crime, neighborhood... It's a crime syndicate. Yeah, it's right. only going to change with a new political movement. That's right. The mafia and it is has not to be a Ita- people's movement. The mafia is not two Italian guys talking about the spread on the Monday Night Football. The mafia is Chuck Schumer. It's Nancy Pelosi. It's Joe Biden. It's the Morgan Mafia. And they are destroying everything. And it's, it's, it's time for us to get it back. I just don't have a simple answer as to how, get it, how to get it back. When I was a kid and the market first collapsed, I was still trading at the Mercantile Exchange. And these kids were, I was walking downtown and they were uh, Occupy Wall Street. And they were, for the most part, they were communists. And they were screaming about corporatism. And it was hard to have a dialogue and say, look, you're mad at the same thing a capitalist with a trading jacket is mad at. That's not capitalism. That's corporatism. And we should all stand against it. Is there an opportunity for the far left, the far left who are mad at the same things I'm mad at, to, number one, get them to denounce a philosophy that's responsible for 160 million deaths around the world called communism, and teach them that the only right answer is the original Americanism that we love. How do we get them, because i got a better chance with them, than I do this corrupt oligarch sitting in the White House or anybody that supports this dimwit in diapers? Again, it has to be a new political movement, as I see it. Well, you've got and the position. You've got all the name now. Come on, I watch you. you got the fancy sport coat. Start something. I'm there with you. You know, it, it, well, one of the things I have started was a church. And it's called the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. And the domain, now this is, this is how wild it is. I was able to get the domain name, freedompeacejustice.com, in 2021. That shows you how that is such a foreign thought. Yeah, you're right. And, and to me, we have to unite under one umbrella. You know, I do a podcast each week. Matter of fact, it just went up tonight on Gerald Salenti with Judge Napolitano. Yep. And there is no greater authority that I know of that was a judge and also out there speaking than him. This man is heartbroken about the loss of our constitutional rights. Think about the Declaration of Independence that God has granted us the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness? What do you mean happiness? I'll tell you what happiness is. I mean, look at the... Hey, what do you got over there, that Mayor Lighthead over there? I mean, one after another. I'll, I'll tell you, you get back in your house. I got little Andy Cuomo over here that used to be here. Another daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had home run. Now they got this this Hokelberry, and, and now she's demanded... Everybody outside has to wear a mask. 
outside. Listen, I got to tell you, I, I, when it started, I fled the. I was selling real estate, and I said eight years ago, I can't sell in Illinois anymore. I'm selling a bankruptcy, so I moved the company down to Florida. I was down here when they shut down. We got our own necklace wonder, Pritzker, another guy, trust fund baby. If his mother didn't know who to give a lap dance to, he'd be parking cars at O'Hare. But anyway, this guy, while I was here, he shuts down the state. Well, his wife and kids are here with me. I said, you got to be kidding me. So I just said, that's it. Uh, You know, you you got to go to high ground, in my opinion. And I think that's the answer, Gerald. I think getting guys like us and people like us in states that are already mounting a very successful fight of the fascism, of the of the frauds, like Florida. There's 17 other ones. I think that's where we can go strongest and, and maybe start a new party. I'm all for it. But I wish you the best of luck. Don't be mad at me. I could talk to you for hours. And no, I no, recommend no, no. everyone. And the, the other thing, too, is secessionism. States should break away. I'm in there. I, I, I've been calling for it. I love it. Let's get 17 states. All of our the, the 17 fund the other corrupt mafia-run states like New York, New Jersey, Chicago, or I mean Illinois, and California. We're, without, without us, they're done. California managed to destroy itself. It was, what, the third largest or fifth largest economy? Look at it now. It's a hellhole of taxation corruption. And, uh, you know, and, and you got professors setting forest fires talking about global warming, and we got a big pickle here. But I know listening to you, Napolitano, tuning in to your... Uh, YouTube station, which I love to do, and the Trends Journal are definitely the answer. I want to thank you, Gerald Salente, for so much for joining me. Please come back again. Oh, anytime, and thank you so much for what you're doing there. You know, we need your voice out there, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Freedom Boat Club, the world's largest and oldest boat club, is now accepting memberships for its newest location, Hammond Marina on beautiful Lake Michigan. This is a limited-time offer to become a Hammond Charter member and pay no dues until 2023. Just pay the one-time club entry fee and boat unlimited in 22. Imagine enjoying Chicago's lakefront, beaching at the Dunes National Lakeshore, or cruising the harbor towns of southwest Michigan by boat next summer. Sea rays, whalers, tritunes, center consoles, deck boats, zodiacs, and more. All available and included with your membership at Freedom Boat Club of Michiana. Now with six great locations, Hammond, Michigan City, Indiana, and St. Joseph, South Haven, Saugatuck, and Holland, Michigan. Enjoy reciprocal access to Freedom Boat Club's six other Chicago area locations, along with 300-plus U.S. and international locations. For more info, go to BoatClubMichiana.com or call 269-281-8925. That's BoatClubMichiana.com. Freedom Boat Club of Michiana. From skylines to the Sunset Coast, dedicated to your precious time on the water my wife's nervous that i have a relative in new york she said he cannot come over to to christmas dinner it'll be too confusing i say he's coming if he wants to if you own or run a small business let's have a quick conversation about your printing it's time for you to know about chicagoland business printer print smart for decades mike burke and his team have been taking care of business printing for small medium and large businesses all over the country good news for you they're a good local company not a churn and burn chain They can handle a print job you have. They'll do it right every time. PrintSmart shares your values. Each print job matters. Each one gets their best work. If you don't have a printer or you're unhappy with the printer you do have, call PrintSmart. Give them your next printing project and see what happens. PrintSmart is a business printing partner you can rely on for great work every time. Let them prove it to you. PrintSmart, Chicagoland's business printer. 630-434-2000. 630-434-2000. PrintSmart. Chicagoland's business printer, PrintSmart Printing, 
com. When I get back, I'll take all your calls. I admit, I weirdly like Christmas movies. And isn't it interesting that the heroes of these movies really do come in all shapes and sizes? A six foot four elf, an eight-year-old with some matchbox cars and a blowtorch, and a green furry fellow with a termite smile. So why then, when the one true hero of Christmas came to rescue us, did he come wrapped as a baby instead of the ultimate movie hero? I read a devotional recently that said, he did it to feel our struggles, to experience our loneliness, and each of our pains. He made the full commitment in order to be the full sacrifice. At our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, Christmas is both the most wonderful time of year and also a kind of tough time for many. But isn't it encouraging to be reminded that this Christmas is only one Christmas? And that we have a true hero who came to deliver the hope of an eternity of better Christmases. Merry Christmas from your friends at United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Analyst number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, Analyst number 65233. For all licensing information, go to analystconsumeraccess.org. Sean Thompson here to tell you about AM560 2021 Food for the Poor campaign. Food for the Poor is a nonprofit faith-based organization that provides food, water, medicine, clothing, and life-saving supplies directly to local organizations in Haiti. Haiti has been devastated by poverty, corrupt government, disease, civil unrest, natural disasters like the earthquake that struck in August, which has left millions of people without regular access to food. Food insecurity hits children and their families particularly hard, which is why the work that Food for the Poor does is so important. Literally, the only thing between these children and starvation is Food for the Poor and their partners, who are providing life-saving food relief in Haiti. In order to get this food to those who need it most, Food for the Poor needs your help. For a one-time gift of just $185, you can provide six months of life-saving food for five hungry children. That's all it takes. To make this donation, visit 560theanswer.com slash foodforthepoor. That's 560theanswer.com slash foodforthepoor. Or just click on the Help Haiti banner. And thanks in advance for your generosity. You know, just because the cold weather's here, there's no reason not to keep the barbecue going all year long. It's a great time to cheer up your favorite grillmeister with some great barbecue gifts. Grills, kits, rubs, sauces, and tools at BBQAuthority.com. Instead of searching all over to find quality brands, they bring the world's best BBQ brands to you. With just a few clicks, you can find the perfect sauce for your famous ribs or purchase your first grill with ease and confidence. BBQ Authority is the best in the barbecue business, hence the name authority they're veteran-owned like-minded people and you're going to want to check out bbqauthority.com to see the unbelievable backyard grill and kitchen setups so you can barbecue all year long or visit their lyle showroom at 1704 ogden avenue top brands and a huge selection are in stock ready to ship to you now go to bbqauthority.com for grills kits rubs sauces and tools shipping is free for all orders over 50 bucks ignite your passion and log on to bbqauthority.com AM 560. The answer. <laughs> I got to tell you, I love guys like that, not just because they remind me of everybody I knew when I was in the old neighborhood or knew when I worked, but because they're common sense, they understand the failings, and they know something drastically has to be done. Um, I had another one of those friends send me something that I want to read you. It's a tweet at White House. See, this is the Twitter that people approve of. New, the average price of gas is down nearly 10 cents per gallon since last month's peak. And prices continue to fall. 
This is how they're placating their corruption and their failure. Right here. Gas is just a mere byproduct. Where's the barrel of oil worth, moron? What's your energy costs aside from gas? What's it look like, moron? What's the grocery store look like? Have you had enough or are you thirsty for more? Look what you did to my country. Look what you did, you rat. Why, did you want a job with one of those cushy, phony pensions? Look what you did. You need a contract where you wanted to get paid more than you deserve so you could kick a little back, grease the wheels, scumbag? In the meantime, you're destroying everything. Destroying the, the country that was the youngest and the richest and the most powerful. Why? It was the only one that gave the freedom to the people and took it away from the corrupt government. You managed to give it back. Now they're laughing at you. All right, I went a little long there, David. Hang on. I'm gonna, I don't want to cut you off. I'm going to give David, I'm going to give Michael, and whoever wants to be on the line. 312-642-5600 a chance right after this when I get back. Just got a news update. In a cheesecake factory in New York, six protesters were arrested. you know what they were arrested for? They went to a cheesecake factory, and they were unvaccinated. They were arrested. What's going to be the charge? What's going to be the charge? I wonder who gets out first. The scumbag in the sewer of Chicago who took a, a, a gun and put it to a CTA bus driver's head and made him take him home like it was an Uber. Or the people who are unvaccinated that wanted a little cheesecake. I wonder, I wonder who's going to be uh, released first. And I wonder whose bail will be higher. Don in Bloomingdale. Sean, your last guess is exactly the type of person we need to run this country. Someone who knows economics, someone who's been in business, someone who's produced a paycheck, someone who's had employees. We have to get out of this mentality that the next guy who's served long enough is the guy who's entitled to it. There's nowhere in the free enterprise system that you're entitled to anything unless you earn it, except in politics. You've been there the longest, you're the next guy in line. And look what we get. It's almost amazing hypnotism that you have society believing that a president must be a politician. When the reality is yeah. only, only in recent time and in the last 200 years we ever had anybody who was never a politician. Take the, take the White House and the country ran properly the fastest. First time in our history that we were energy independent since uh, 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 Standard Oil and Rockefeller. First time. I mean, I I love it. I love the idea. And I'll tell you what, there are a few guys. See, here's the thing. Gerald Salente also is against corporatism. So it's not just that you have to get a businessman. You have to get one that didn't get rich from corruption. So that eliminates anybody that ever worked at Goldman Sachs. That eliminates anybody that ever worked at BlackRock. So you've got to be selective. But there are those guys out there. Now, the problem is Gerald is also uh, an older gentleman but he understands the principles of this nation. But we have to get somebody who's in their 60s, let's just say 60s, who's built an empire themselves and who, who wants to give back to America by allowing all of us to do it the way it was intended and wants to take the restraints and put them the only place they're supposed to be in this country. There's only one section of our society to have restraints on it. Washington, D.C., it's it. So until you get that, you're just going to get more BS, and you're going to be celebrating. Gas went down 10 cents as this dimwit wow. is, is, is in Tornado Alley 
determined to use tornadoes to pass another boondoggle, multi, multi, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars of scams. Thank you, Don. You know I appreciate the call. Let's go to Bob in Park Ridge. He's always a critic. Yeah, I, uh, I, I heard something about a cobalt deal that uh, Hunter and uh, Uncle Jim uh, enabled the Chinese to uh, get cobalt, and uh, they, they they were the enablers. Do you know anything about it? Sure, it's always going to be an underhanded deal. It'll always trace back to the same political party of prostitution with a little help yeah. from the other party. And, yeah, it doesn't okay. surprise me, and it's it's Rosemount Seneca that is a beneficiary of it. And why wouldn't they be? The Chinese bank okay. gave them their first $1.5 billion. But, Bob, I already make the producers nervous. They already call my show a buckshot of information. I can't mention everything. That's why I'm glad I got you. You keep listening. You keep calling. We'll keep discussing. David in Lansing. Uh, hey, Sean, great job having Gerald Salente on because we have to follow the money to, to, in order to figure out what the corrupt side is doing. And, it's always uh, about the money, and I don't care what topic it is. You want to pick a topic, it's about the money. The green energy boondoggles, the phony windmills, the con artists solar, and all the rest of it. The EV, where does the energy come? The magic holes, and all the rest of it. It's always about the money. Follow the money in every single case and particularly with COVID. My question, yeah, regarding COVID, now that you brought that up, I noticed that Pfizer bought a company a week ago called Arena. And, oh, what do they uh, do? Know, dude, what do they do? They, they specialize in treatments for inflammation. For example, they have two drugs in phase two trials. One treats microvascular obstruction, and the other one treats acute heart failure. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm not making an accusation. I'm you mean, you mean to tell me out. that you think that Pfizer may want to profit from the effects of, uh, side effects of, a, of an experiment that they call a vaccine that has been pumped into the arms of hundreds, if not 170 million Americans, and they may still, instead of being, they're held harmless for any ramifications, on top of being held harmless, you're telling me it looks like they may have angled themselves to profit from the side effects they never told the people about? Right, right, to cause huh. the problem and then to have the solution ready with more huh. money that they're going to make up. Maybe. This is a maybe, Sean. I'm not a so, biologist here. Sounds like the government. I like it very much. And then maybe it would explain why all the soccer players in Europe dropped of heart disease and heart problems that they never had. It also does explain why, while we're talking here tonight, the NFL just mandated... All the coaches, all the staff, anybody affiliated with the organization except the players are mandated now for a booster. Huh. Boy, oh boy. Because what happens if those players in the NFL go down? I mean, you could replace them, but it's going to take time and the season and all the rest of it. And in the meantime, everyone will stop focusing on exactly what some of the major, major, major problems are uh, with government. I think that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional staffers have violated the Stock Act, um, the Insider Trading Law. I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that. And secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? No, I don't know to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock, on the stock, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that five month review, but if the people aren't reporting, they should be. Why do you think 
And when you say participate, do you mean take positions where you're steering profit and you're steering money and having a return of $500 million when, after all, your husband's what? A two-bit, and I say this being one, real estate broker? He's a real estate broker. $500 million in stocks. How many losers did Nancy Pelosi and her staff have while front-running political policy in the stock market? That's not capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. That's open and notorious corruption. And Nancy should spend the rest of her miserable existence in lockup, along with some of her very young staffers who have profited in ways your kids, unless they become a staffer, are never going to be able to profit. I wonder if the staffers have stock in the company Pfizer bought. There's another scam. Big Pharma. Pharmaceutical Industrial Complex. I like that. I just wish I was in on it. Nah, not really. I'd rather rip it apart. I'd rather rip it apart and watch these scallywag scum get dragged off to prison. To me, that would be a happy ending. 312-642-5600. What's your happy ending? Oh, come on. Although, isn't this uh, the guy that's built like Pritzker? Wasn't this Hitchcock? Yeah, he was built like Pritzker. He had a bigger neck than Pritzker. How exactly do you get that fat? You know, at that level of fat, I mean, we have our own close to, but not really, Macbeth. At that level of fat, you're actually eating to maintain that unhealthy fatness of your earlobes laying on what is supposed to be shoulders. It's really a despicable look. You know what we should do? Maybe we should take health advice from that fat slob. Nah, I don't think so. I like it down here. Robert Bloomingdale. Maybe he hits the buffet table. So how you doing today, Sean? Very good. He's First of all, he's a buffet table nightmare. Could you imagine a struggling yeah. restaurant try to get people in by yeah. $20 all you can eat? You see that yeah. fat son of a gun waddling towards your front door? That's not going to be good for anybody. Yeah, be run, run. What do you think yeah. about Governor Teletubby possibly running for president? Is that a joke or what? I would love it. I think that the entire Democrat Party is a joke. I thought it was a joke when they put up this weekend at Bernie's, this morphodite we're calling president now. I thought it was a joke. I still think it's a joke. And you know who else thinks it's a joke? The people of Kansas who are laughing and heckling him as he went down there and thought he was going to be rewarded because he's going to bring money. Or, I'm sorry, Kentucky. I said Kansas. People of Kentucky. He thought he was going to bring money and he was going to be the hero and they were going to love it. Well, it turns out in all this tragedy, those people still kept not only their sense of humor, but they kept their level of disgust for a fraud, an open and notorious fraud. Some call president, most call diapers Biden. That's exactly what's going on here. So to me, it's a positive sign. So keep running your morons. I said it at the time they ran Hillary Clinton. You know, a very good friend of mine, we were talking, and oh, yeah. uh, this is when gambling was going on, when Clinton was running against Trump. Mm-hmm. I said, put, put all you want on it. She's the most unlikable person in the country. In fact, that is the only complete adulterous affair that could have ever happened in the White House where the, the people of both parties understood exactly why Bill Clinton was cheating. Everybody understood. Most unlikable hey, person in existence. Yes. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Uh, look at it this way. If you had a see her every morning in the house, I think I would probably be cheating, too. I agree. That's what I mean. Everybody, I got it. I got it. Although, is it really cheating? I don't know. It look more of an arrangement to me. Are you telling me that music is for the end of the show there, JT? Kid? 
We've still got topics. There'll be more atrocities. CDC issues a warning. Guess what? It's the winter, and it's the flu season. Oh, my God, the flu. Let's shut down everything. Don't worry. I'll be here to fight them off tomorrow. 21 hours. See you then. Oh, my God. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.